This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Friendshipable. I am one of your co-hosts, Manya. And I am one of your co-hosts, Terry. And together, Terry and I are Project BFF, and we are thrilled to be talking to you today about a topic that I'm not even sure we really even know what we're talking about, but it's <laughs> friendships, oh, less yeah. is more, mm-hmm. which is um, an article we found on the World Economic Forum. And can I just say, Terry, I would never have thought we would find an article about friendship on the World Economic Forum. So I know. just on that alone, I wanted to talk about this topic. I so, had to look a couple of times when I saw that in the, the you know, that that was the source. And I, wow, friendship has really made its inroads here. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, so what what is this article? What are we talking about? What's I, our topic for today? You know, this is talking about um, just the, the state of friendships over the past and and I think specifically looking in the US um about the the what people have said in a survey how people responded in terms of um how many friends do I have how many people do I consider close friends mm-hmm. um what uh, what have and what have been the impacts if there's been a lessening in it and that's the, the basic premise of this, that we don't have as many close friends as we once ha- ha- said we had right. um, 30 years ago. But um, but what really is at the heart of that? So, and I told you, Manya, that I had, when I read this, I had some, but whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What does <laughs> this mean to do anything with this? So, um, so again, it's really kind of, you know, very high level of, of, of statistics. And I'll mention some statistics first. It says that people in, and this is a recent, yeah, this is November of 2022 is when this was published. Okay. So it's, it's current in that sense. Um, it says that people in the U S have far fewer close friends than 30 years ago. And that's according to the survey center on American life, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, COVID and the pandemic is has, is one potential reason for this, um, as are graphic mobility and the people and people marrying later in life. And this is according to the researchers. And that's where I threw up my hands by myself and said, what does the graphic mobility I get? Because mm-hmm. you're not physically, if you're, if you had been close with people who you lived in the same area with and you saw one another in person a whole lot that yes the the mobility can do it but the one that they mentioned several times was was marriage and in one case marriage marrying later in life and somewhere else it does talk about marriage as being um, a reason why that people are less close now I'm not 
married. Um, and so I would have to probably want to tap into people who are, but what does marriage have to do with the reduction in your close friendships? And you don't have to answer that, but that, but that's it, that's one of the things out of this article that that stood out the most to me because I'm friends, a majority of my friends are married and we have great friendships. So maybe right. it's an exception, but it it never goes on to explain. So that's my rant. I I believe that, um, but I'm curious as to why, and maybe we'll have to find out more about that. That is an interesting question because I'm also not married and I also have very many married friends yes. who are very dear friends. I mean, I, I I don't know the answer. I wonder if the answer right. has to do with the amount of time somebody has to dedicate to friendships. Probably. And certainly, I think many of us have experienced when friends get married, things kind of shift. Mm -hmm. in the, yeah. Or when they first start seeing someone who turns it out to end up to be the spouse, um, you know, things shift and maybe the friendship changes a little bit. Um, so I, it is a curious statistic, you yeah. know. One of the other couple statistics that stood out to me was that middle-aged men aged 50 to 64 in particular have a significantly easier time than other Americans did in terms of their um, in terms of their friendship. And that young women in particular seem to be the most negatively affected that 59% so they had lost touch with at least a few friends in the in the 12 months preceding the survey, which the survey was done during the pandemic. So that does have a right. have an impact. But and 16 percent say they are no longer in regular contact with most of their friends. So we're looking at almost 75 percent of young women who are reporting that they're not in contact with a lot of their close friends anymore. And you know, again, I don't know what the specifics are that are causing that. Um, that seems like a little bit of a crisis to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of it does. Um, so, yeah. And they, it, it also has, it talks about just the, um, so in talking about, about close friends, you know, you kind of picture one or two, I don't know if you'd be close with every single friend you have, but the close friendships, but it also notes too, in gr friendship groups, um, there was, um, let's see, there's a large increase in the share saying that they have a tighter knit group of one to four close friends. Mm -hmm. So, and versus no close friends at all, um, 10, 20 years prior. Um, so, so that at least says that to some degree, there is, when you do have those one to four people that you're, you're friendlier with, you have a tighter knit group than were in the past. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were talking about, um, who we turn to for support when something's going on in our life. Uh -huh. And 16% said that a friend is the first person they would go to um, when they're facing a personal issue. And 53%, so almost half, said they would go to a spouse. Uh -huh. um, 
but I suppose if you don't have a spouse. So I'm curious that 16%, if any of those people are married and they wouldn't go to their spouse first, or if the 16% is capturing the single people who don't have a spouse to talk to. Um, not really sure, but about 10% said they would go to their parents first and 9% said they would go to siblings or other family first. So friends, mm-hmm. um, who I think kind of hold an interesting position there. And the other thing is apparently um, white Americans are less satisfied with their friendship relationships than black and Hispanic Americans um, by a few percentage points. So mm-hmm. also, I don't know what specifically that says. And I, I'd be curious if they were able to kind of dig down into that and, and figure out why. I love the fact that I, we really have found a good article because it's prompting, even though these are the results, it's prompting us to have more questions about or or more. Yeah, tell us more. You're telling um, about I feel like exactly we may, what we may need to get the World Economic Forum on the podcast with us. We do. Um, and say, what were you talking about? Yeah, like, this? please explain, explain this a little bit more what you're talking about um because i'd be curious i'd also be curious to talk to them about what why they decided to tackle the topic of friendship oh Um, outside of economics well i mean just or what what economic aspect of friendship what is the economic aspect yeah yeah all right i feel like i could spend this whole episode asking these theoretical i know i know philosophical questions about friends um you know and the 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 title of the article less is more i wonder if if what they're saying is we are able to we're still able to take care of ourselves with fewer friends yeah um or maybe um we're finding that the the friendships that we're forming might be um, more solid friendships and more, mm-hmm. um, you know, friends as family kind of um, relationships than maybe yes. have been in the past. Yes. You know, yeah. one of the... Um, one of the things I've read in, in another article talking about friendships in the pandemic is that the pandemic was kind of an opportunity to the phrase they used was separate the wheat from the chaff of our, of our friendships that, you know, we all had, we all have friendships of differing levels. And Mm -hmm. when it, when the pandemic hit, we, a lot of us, we had less, sort of time and emotional space as we were dealing with all of the things that were going on. And so we really had to prioritize who am I going to spend my time on Zoom with? Mm-hmm. Um, who am I going to continue to try to have a relationship with? It can't be with everybody that I ever met like it used to be. It can't be with all the work colleagues. It can't be with you know the softball team. So who are the people it's most important for me to spend time with? So yeah. maybe that's we're a little bit getting at that. So we're, yeah, yeah. like you said, we're culling down the number, but we're, you know, hopefully for many of us, we're increasing the intensity and the intimacy of those friendships that we do have. Mm-hmm. And that might've come out of 
the changes that we all experienced, um, we the balance that we had used to had, you know, the day to day, the Monday to Friday, nine to five, going to an office, being there with work colleagues and some friends there, but mostly work colleagues. And then, you know, we our you know, and where we where we allocated our time and energies and emotions um, had to be reconnected through that too. And so maybe because we weren't spending, I don't know, maybe on average five hours every day between commuting and being in a maybe five hours. Where do who works a five hour? Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> Seven hour work, seven to nine hours a day commuting mm -hmm. and being in the workplace. You know, we found that opportunity to 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 reach out more and to um, our friends, you know, and doing it virtually. Those were the, and the people that we even did that with were the people that, you know, are probably now our core group of friends because so, they were the people who either um supported the idea of getting together regularly um virtually or initiated it so it just gave us a, it gave us a more of an appreciation for the friendships uh, that we had outside of what our monday through friday might have been because the monday through friday routine in the world changed on us yes Yes. And, you know, many of us do have friends in the workplace and it mm -hmm. changed our ability to have workplace friends right, as well. Right. So there was there were so many changes. And but I'm wondering, we're talking about less is more. And mm -hmm. I think for some people that is the case that was maybe they've got fewer friends now, but they've they're maybe in a stronger place. But what about the people right now for whom less is less? They've lost friends and. Yeah are struggling with um i you know i i just bring that up because you know project bff we talk about best friends forever we talk mm -hmm. about you know you and i talk about our friendship relationships which mm -hmm. we've got some amazing friends and i want to make sure i don't want to be debbie downer but i want to make sure that we recognize that at various times in our lives we're all in different places with friendships right. and you know, I've been in a place where less is absolutely less and mm -hmm. I'm unhappy with it. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess I just want to make sure that for our listeners, don't think that 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 we think this is easy for everyone right. and that it's everyone's not. having a great, everyone's just woohoo, having no. a great time. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's for a lot of people, it's um, it, it's a very tough spot to be to find yourself in um yeah. with with not a whole lot of clarity on how to you know um reverse it but that's what we're hoping that in our conversations and on the podcast that we we do you know as we we cite what people are finding but also giving a view into and and I know we've discussed it Manya many times in terms of you know it like you were saying it does take it takes two to do this and mm -hmm. where friendships are concerned. So it it is an opportunity for just, a, you know, stepping out the door and stepping maybe out of comfort zones for some people yeah. to um, to and to strike up those contacts and friendships and also, you know, refresh and renew some existing ones. Yeah. 
I have a question for you. Yeah. So do you believe in the concept of love at first sight? Uh, hmm. <laughs> that sounds like a no. <laughs> no, no. Well, I was going to whatever your answer was, what, I was yes. going to say, yes. there's all like, do you do believe in the concept of like friends, friends at, at first, first sight? sight. That someone um, you meet and you just think, oh, this person. And, you know, you spend the whole time at the party talking with them and it's a platonic. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not somebody guess, you think you're going to have a romantic relationship in, but you just click and you feel yep. connected to them. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, I think so. Because of, of things in common, you know, yeah. or finding out and as the conversation, you know, continues to you go, you're kidding, you were there, or you did that, or I did that too, or something like that. So yeah. I had a friend, this is absolutely not even remotely connected, but yeah. I had a friend who I discovered after I'd known her for a few weeks, that she lived in the same apartment that I used to live in about two years before I had rented it. Okay, then that's that's otherworldly. That's and you just, just felt freaky. like, well, we were obviously meant to be friends. Because yeah. <laughs> we have the same taste in real estate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the neighborhoods. Um, no, but I know what you say. Well, that's, yeah. Um, friendship at first sight. Yeah, because, again, I think... Because there was it most likely because we meet people, you know, ideally doing something that we were interested in doing. And so mm -hmm. you that's always been my mantra with that is, you know, I used to go on crazy trips in the Western US all by my I get on a plane by myself because I didn't want to I didn't know what I was doing. It was at a whole outdoors things in the mountains. It's like, and I'm not going to be responsible for somebody else being miserable. <laughs> but but my my you know what I would say to other people who go, oh, you're doing that on your own. I said, yeah, but I know I'm going to meet 10 other people who have that same thing as an interest. Yeah. And so for that, but that's, that's not for everybody to be able to do that. Um, but, but did you, but did you find yourself in one of those situations where, so you're on a shared vacation and you, yeah. you, you so you know you have something in common and you get along with them for yeah. the for the time you're traveling but did you ever meet somebody in that situation where you met them and you just had that spark and that like oh, oh this person yeah maybe one i think i did with one or two people yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i continued the I, conversation yeah I feel like i'm interrogating you yeah. when did you know it when did you know it no i'm more just i'm more just curious about the concept of yeah that sort of friend at first sight um i guess the spark is what yeah. I'm, I'm curious I, about i i understand what you're saying i like the analogy well let me ask you the same question have you i have made a sort of friend at first sight and um you know i think about the course of that kind of relationship versus someone that you build your connection more slowly. Mm -hmm. um, sort of when you feel that spark, I think you just kind of jump in, right? You, yeah. Um, and maybe learn things about each other later than you later, but you already have an intimacy. 
Um, uh -huh. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just sort of flips the script a little bit of when you learn things and how you learn things. Um, I mean, it's only a problem if 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 it's a problem between you. And, right, you know. right. Um, but what you're saying is that it's whatever prompted or caused whatever the nature of the introduction was that that's taking it from there where you already yeah. have that thing in common and knowing yeah. that oh this is somebody who you know and learning in that in that initial introduction that okay we both like this this and this right so and realizing that oh this is somebody who i could be a friend with right and then the the other side of that is they felt the same about you mm -hmm. right that's that's, well, that's the other key thing. to we, that right you know you can only right. become friends with somebody who wants to become friends with you and once you're once your longtime friends you know have that little retrospective and i don't know if you do a friend anniversary or something like that and say did you feel the same way i did you realize this at the same time you know that would be interesting i've never done that with any of my friends you know what say, did you know from the beginning that you know there is only just quick thinking as you said that there's only one person that I could give an approximate friend anniversary for, uh -huh. and and within the space of a couple of weeks because I know what we were doing when we met. Yeah. Um, other people, you know, I can generally tell. I would have to look, but I could tell you the year we met. Mm -hmm. um, but I couldn't necessarily tell you when did we meet versus when we became friends. Um, so that's interesting, you know, another difference as if we needed to highlight the differences between romantic relationships and friend relationships, mm -hmm. not only do you not usually have that, what are we to each other conversation? I think, I mean, I don't know anybody who celebrates a friend anniversary. No, you, I don't know anybody but, who but, knows when they met their person, but I think we've got to look into whether or not anybody has ever coined the phrase friend anniversary. <laughs> Yeah. And if you are someone, if one of our listeners, if you are someone who does celebrate that, you remember yeah. when you became friends with someone and that's something you guys actually kind of talk about and celebrate, we'd love to hear because I think that's so interesting. You know, one of the things about being in a romantic relationship is there are kind of rituals that you mm -hmm go through, or certainly if you get married, that's a big ritual. And there are kind of steps that you take to show that you're moving along. And friendships don't really have the same kind of rituals. Right, right, right. And that same way of, sort of, of showing. Of recognizing it. And yeah, recognizing it and, that you're. Right. Hallmark you're, doesn't have cards for it. No. No. Not, I think we've no. got an, a, a, you know. I think this is a perfect wrap up point because I think we've struck on something here. Yes. I think we need to get input from our listeners and find out. Yes, we need to be able to celebrate our the start of our friendships. We need friend anniversaries. We do. Yep. And we need to figure out some other way to make milestones in friendship relationships without somehow making it creepy or obligatory. Or stalkerish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not, nothing too big. Yes, I think we need to start a movement. That's that's not too big of an ask. No, Good. no, Good. not at all. 
I know what I'm working on for the next hour. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, this was a lot of fun. I mean, we started, there was, you know, very high level information, but I, I love the conversation. And um, I hope all of our listeners have gotten that they're thinking about their friendships too. I hope so too. And thank you for listening, everybody. And we will talk to you on the next episode. Bye.